welcome back into the latest edition of the Broadway Bulletin. We are so glad you are able to join us as we have two incredible, and do I mean incredible, shows to share with you today. The first show we attended took us back to the Audible Theater at the Minetta Lane Theater, where we saw the new work from playwright Jade Anoka Hart. This, a really beautifully written and told one woman show written by a black woman told by a black woman about a black woman yes beautiful set love the flowing fabrics and the high chair you know representing the heights we have to climb to achieve our goals the fabric representing the things we use to hide ourselves in our insecurities the lighting was amazing similar to a strange loop with the tube lights Okay. And I laugh at that because it was the same designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the hues that were used. Those beautiful reds and blues and purples. Um, love that the lights were changed with the use of a snap. She'd hmm. little, there'd be a snap and it would change. Love the sound. Music was really, really great. Again, this is like a, this reminded me a lot of a fabulous episode of Snap Judgment. Okay, so it's like storytelling with the beat. The beat, yeah. Okay. The costumes were really great. Love the blue suit. Love the purple jacket. She would. So there were these subtle touches that she did to help set the mood, set the stage, set the time. The story was truly just absolutely brilliant. Not quite a coming out story, but also a coming out story. Okay. Kind of telling us how her first marriage didn't work. She was trying, trying, trying relationships. Then she discovered that Maybe that you know, men weren't for her. Maybe she was for more women. Just figuring out who she was and, and, and who she loved. A great tale about a woman overcoming her beast and finding herself, and in turn, discovering love and and happiness again. You know, that's the important thing. This isn't a story about like sexuality or sex it's about falling in love with yourself that and being able to fall in love again after being scorned you know rediscovering your ability to find happiness and love okay. uh, love the journey that she personally went on because it's her story okay. and I love that she addressed the fact and idea that the world still doesn't accept everyone and still isn't safe for everyone that the fact that she can tell her story here and now is a luxury and a true example of freedom she was very emphatic about making that point, and I was like, "You're absolutely right." You know, if you I and mean, we can go into that another time, but there are places definitely around the world where that is not a thing. So I love this show. Sadly, the show closed on August fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. Rounding out this episode, we saw a new musical at Theatre Row entitled The Magnificent Seven. Oh, what a delightful musical. A very fun and inspiring story about the 1996 women's gymnastics team. Yes, 1996 Summer Games in Atlanta, Georgia. The songs were quite creative and quite good. I left humming a couple of bars of uh, the music 
uh, very much sounded like Six, because if I remember right, I'd have to double check the play, but I think, I don't think it was the composers, but someone from Six had a hand in this, so it had elements of that. Um, the singing was fantastic, and the harmonization was incredible. There really wasn't much of a set, just some chairs and a couple of benches, and that was enough. Okay. More than enough, because small stage. Mm-hmm. I like that the telecasters helped to narrate and move the story. So they almost, it was all, think of like a musical review that we were doing to tell the story of this team. Mm-hmm. And the, like, tele, the sports broadcasters. I like the MC. Exactly. And they would introduce not only the different athletes or situations, but then it, like, kind of set up the song. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the lighting was decent. Not much to it, but I appreciated that the teammates were almost always lit in color during their solo songs. Okay, just to kind of let us know that to it's a give soliloquy. a mood, yeah. yeah, and to give mood to communicate mood. The costumes were fun. Ninety-six Olympic track suits, like get it, living my best nineties dream. Love the choreography, especially how they simulated the different gymnastic events. They weren't like outright with it, and instead they were more artistic and dancing with it. Made it more expression filled and fun. So when they were like on the balance beam, you didn't have someone back there just like pretending like they were on the balance beam. They made it a lot more flowy and dancey. Same thing with when they did like the uneven bars and stuff. And I was like, awesome, because how are we going to communicate these different events? You know, I can't think of, it's not the gauntlet, it's the vault mm-hmm. or the floor exercise. You know, you've got to do something to communicate that. And so they did a really great job of showing how gymnasts move and just making it choreographed. Um... The overall story message was great, and I didn't quite remember the outcome at first. Like, act, like re- actually remember, like, how did this go? Like, what did the women's Olympic team do? But I love the journey I went on in this show to ultimately arrive at the end. I literally was like, oh my god, how does this end? Like, I don't remember. I'm fully invested. Mm-hmm. Love the side story that they tell about the effect the sport had on the athlete's body, both physically and mentally. I think that's really important because a lot of people, they admire like what these these young girls do, but they don't realize like, yeah, you're 15 and look what you're doing to your body. Like the, right. the, how much you're putting your body through and in four years you'll be done. Mm-hmm. You don't see gymnasts really at like 27, 28. Right, because you can't do that kind of work on a body that long. So, um, love that it gave insight into the minds of these young athletes, too. They are developing young people. So there's just so much pressure on everything. And we expect them to be able to handle it. But it's like, no, we expect adults to be able to handle that. Not 15-year-olds. Right. Completely different. So this overall was just a great show. Sadly, this show closed on July 17th, 2022. And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune in to our next edition coming out on every Tuesday and Saturday. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you.
If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you'll find all the information about our backstage pass. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.